1: Well, hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sunday. It's the Unexplained Guide to Absolutely Nothing. We are on episode 75. Just whack the desk. You can whack the desk. Whack the desk. <laughs> episode 75. Yep. And we are talking about Mount Everest today. We certainly are. Anyway, stick around if you want any more. Hi again, Dad. Hi, Len. Hi, then. Hi. So, we are on... Episode 75. Just before we get into anything else, we're in episode 75. So a little while ago, we spoke about how um, how we'll make episode 75 a special of some kind. So what
2: have we got planned today? Uh, well, I... Is it a special episode? It, every episode is a special episode. Um, this episode, I thought, as we are sort of uh, reaching new heights and peaks that we'd talk about something that's got heights and peaks. So yep. that's why and I you thought... just thought that? Yeah. Mount Everest would be a right. good one. Right, okay. No, look, we, we did talk about doing looking... something special, um, and but we never really got around to well, I think getting it's... a good idea for something specific that we were going to do. Well, the thing is,
1: is about episode 12, we thought, ah, oh, right, um, we want to do musicals, so let's do that for 15, because 15 will be a special number. And oh, then it, we
2: should have done Mount
1: Everest, the musical. Right. And then it started to get a bit silly because you're like, well, we should do one for 20 as well. And I'm thinking, well, now we're going to be doing one for every five episodes. But we did one for 50. We did a special one for that, yeah. Um, I so think what, 75 what, is a big one, but it's not quite special so enough. So when are we going to do another special one then? Whenever we feel like it, I guess.
2: All right. So it's not going to be, so it might be like 77 or something like that. I doubt it. Yeah.
1: I doubt it would be seventy-seven.
2: Why is that? Have you got something earmarked for seventy-seven? Uh, um, I'm not guessing right that's now. A no. Yeah, yeah. So we have
1: got something special lined up that we're thinking we about. We're going to do something different, talks. aren't we? Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know I what do episode think we should do another we've musical. actually got a few different ideas of a couple of different special things that we could do. Yeah, um, none would have been ready for this particular podcast. That's fine. None of them.
2: That's fine. It doesn't matter. We can do what we damn well, well the please. Although one of
1: the other special ones isn't necessarily even going to be a podcast. I know, so I don't know why you mentioned
2: it, really. No. No, it's all cloak and dagger, isn't it? Yeah. We We do need to do another musical, and, but we just need to think of a subject matter. In fact, like I just said there, I wasn't joking, I have just thought it would have been a great idea for a musical, Mount Everest, because it's not something that someone's done before, and we could have had lots of hilarious japes. ...on the way up to the summit. You didn't want to do a sequel of Postman the Musical? Well, I think we covered quite a lot in Postman the Musical. That might but, have related to, like, another public service. Um, oh, you could have done, yeah. We could have done, I should say. Oh, um, we'll have a think about it. We'll see. We'll go from there, yeah. Um, anything else that's happened this week that's... Apart from the fact that this is 75? You know what?
1: I've been walking around the house... ...and every now and then I'm hearing a noise. And... And it's not the mice, because there are mice. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, before we go any further, had mice.
2: Yeah. Haven't got mice now. <laughs> <laughs> now we caught both of them. Yep. Like, I, I, there I imagine one, there's a lot more there's than there's two, one at the start However, of the day. they might have got I the message now. I was working at the
1: time, and I was on a meeting, a morning meeting with my team uh, at my desk here in this room. Yeah. And I hear this scream from downstairs and I'm like, what's happened? And I rush downstairs. I go, you are right, mum? She went, he's got a mouse. But because she's freaking out and panicking, trying to chase him off, She's unintentionally chased him up the stairs. He's come into my room with the mouse still in his oh, mouth. Oh no. And he left the room and mum went, He hasn't got it in his mouth anymore. I'm thinking, What? He, what? He's just left it <clears> on the floor. <throat> so is it
2: still in this room now?
1: No. Because Mum... It's the ghost of that. Mum wasn't looking room. and uh, he did have it in his mouth. Oh still. right, okay. But I'm meanwhile in this meeting, so I I actually stopped my camera, but I was thinking if I had left my camera on, they would have seen me just running around my room. That would have um, been good. That would have been good. But we managed to get him outside. Um yeah, managed to chase him outside, lock the cat flap. I came back, finished my meeting. A bit later on, I went downstairs and we got the mouse back in. Later on that same day, and you were home for this one. Got uh, the mouse back in? No, the cat back in, sorry. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we left the cat out there. <laughs> the cat now like we that. got mice. Um, um, yeah, go on. The other one, yep. mum opened the larder for, didn't she? Um, oh. And as the cat was there, and there was another mouse, and the cat you just... Before she had a chance to do anything. Before she had a chance, the cat picked up that again, mouse. didn't they? Yeah, got my sad. He doesn't actually kill them. Both no. of them were still alive, and both of them didn't actually look really injured. I think the first one had a slight speck of blood in its tail, but yeah. all he was doing was playing with them. Which, yeah, which is, a bit is still very cruel. It's all, well, you every say time they stay
2: still, yeah, it's natural, but um, it's cruel for us. Yeah, it makes it yeah, anything like that, that's that's uh, difficult for it, us. Every time it stays
1: yeah. still, we just whack it so it move again. Yeah, I know. Um, But yeah, that was interesting. Uh, It was a bit like that with you. you That became a whole lot harder, this whole situation. Yes. Because of the little other noises I've been hearing going around the house. Oh, don't. Yes. Every now and then, my fingers being nibbled and my nose is being
2: licked. Slightly bigger. Yes, the new new kitten. Yeah. uh, We mentioned it, didn't we? I think we did last time. It does like to lick your. Beard, which doesn't sound quite right, but it does like to uh, when I have breakfast in the morning and I have cereal, I must have, even though I don't think so, she, a little bit of milk licks, or something. She better. licks
1: everything though, so I don't I think even if it was clean, she'd lick it. <coughs> but she's she, a bit of a nutter. She licks my nose, she was licking my fingers earlier and licking my uh, and but nibbling them. Um, no, she's she's great though. She's she's very she's kind of the opposite of Maui in the fact that she's got a lot of confidence, like she came out of that crate, no problem. Straight yeah. show up to Maui now he's was running away now they're actually seem to be getting on quite well he licks her head yeah uh, oh and the then, old
2: lick lick turn
1: bum face yeah, yeah lick lick turn bum face yep where he licked her head and then decided turn I've had around. enough got up turned around and then sat, sat on her head
2: <laughs> um But every morning, because she stays in the bathroom at the moment, doesn't she? Just while we're setting her in and overnight, just so that she's got a little train in there and all the rest of it. Yeah. She has an accident. We're worried about the cat flap in case she gets out when the other cat goes. But I have to open the door for her. So it's like uh, every morning that the other cat starts crying outside and then they have a little chat and then I have to open it and release the crackhead out into the. into the world, yeah, but
1: she's great. She, like you said a moment ago, her name's Moana, yeah. Uh, to match up with the fact that we've already got a Maui, yeah, so we've got a Maui and Moana now, yeah. Um, we'll be acting out the film shortly, maybe that'll be
2: our next, yeah. Musical. I'm gonna get a chicken called Hei Hei, yeah,
1: and then yeah, I'm well, gonna buy a crab called Tamatoa, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I didn't even know it
1: was that, that was the name of that, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he goes, Tamatoa hasn't always been this glad, um, ah, right, I see, yeah. Um, Yeah, so we've got a kitten now. And when we say kitten, she's like proper kitten. She's really tiny. Proper kitten. She's like the size of a guinea pig. Full on kitten. And when you hold it, it's like she crawls over. You know how guinea pigs will crawl over your arms and stuff like that and try to get away and you have to move your hands to try and keep them on there? She's like that.
2: Yes. Except she's got a slight... uh, She meows. Oh, she does meow quite a lot. She's quite sweet. She's a bit of a handful. Uh she does like to sneak away and do a little turd. Made um made Maui feel incredibly heavy. Oh, he's huge compared to her. He does look like a black panther now. Yeah. Um. He's and when you pick him up, and you pick him up, have he to bend your knees when and he just goes. when you pick <laughs> him up. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be in trouble. But no, lovely. Yes, new addition. Birthday present for your mother. Your mum. Your mum. Um. She seems to be okay. She's getting a little bit. Uh, she wanted a cat that sits in your lap and,
1: because Maui, very affectionate, very affectionate cat, males often are, um, but he will, he's also his own guy. And, and he will, prefers the company of men. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he, like, he sits on the, um, his cat tree and even then he, he sit on either of our laps occasionally, but not all that often. Less, less. Very, very, really, but I think it's because yeah. he's big. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to but um, but he'll lay next to you when you're in bed and stuff like that and,
2: and oh, he's, curl really, up really really he's really really affectionate but he's not necessarily affectionate towards mum is and that's why we've been told we're not allowed to bond with this kitten because i definitely bonded with it oh, so have I but you can't help it I've got this sort of uh, animal magnetism that goes she on she slept on me a couple times today she slept on me for ages yesterday that's because she thinks your face is a nest yeah, yeah, I think that's probably why.
1: Yeah, she sits on shoulders well, like a yes, like Becky said, like a pirate, like a pirate. <laughs> she sits on your shoulder, like a pirate, like a pirate. Do
2: <laughs> pirates sit on your shoulder? I yeah, think she's getting did. that
1: slightly wrong. Yeah, I think she might be thinking of a pirate. Yes, but sure. that
2: might be it. Anyway, <laughs> Mount Everest, <laughs> Mount Everest. It's been ten so, minutes, yeah. So it's probably really? oh, dear. Mount Everest. Okay, well, well now, nearly 10 we, minutes, we, we were just trying to think of subjects, and obviously we've done seventy-five of these. We've, we we've were had, sitting we've, in a hotel room. We were sitting in a hotel room. You're absolutely right, Uh which we often do when we're going to do these yeah, business sessions. trips.
3: Business, 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 business <coughs> trips uh, lovely, to lovely
2: room we had. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, we, did we, we did have, have a lovely room. We did have a lovely room with a lovely view of a canal. And then we realised it's a double bed, so we phoned back in Sam, and they said, "No, we've rooms. got, we've got." Two single, single beds. Single beds. So we went down there, we had two single beds, uh, a disabled bathroom, so it was a massive great wet room, and a lovely view of the quick fit. The, um, the disabled,
1: oh, we got off topic again, but the disabled bathroom panicked you, didn't it? Because you were panicked that you would <clears> <throat>
2: accidentally pulled the red cord. Well, there was a lot of red cords and red buttons everywhere. Yeah. And so I moved my bed away from them towards the window with the lovely view of the quick fit. Um, so look, I didn't, in the night, roll over and press my nose Wasn't on my Wasn't it like lung. a canal, the one before? Yeah, it was a marine marine lovely. Yeah. It's one of the best views I've ever had from a travel lodge. Anyway, <laughs> talking of travel lodges, Everest, right? So, talking we've talked all the different all subjects Was gone, and when there's things that interest what? us, and there's things that, you know, we we thought about some of them uh, uh, incredible places around the world. Perhaps we ought to talk about things like that. And it's a learning process for us as well, and I certainly have learned a lot more about Everest since looking at... Yeah, but we've bo- we both
1: we've both climbed Snowdon. You've climbed more mountains than me, but we both climbed Snowdon. Yes, um, although it's not called Snowdon, but it's in Snowdonia National Park, and then there's a mountain. I can't remember what the actual mountain. It's, it's Welsh, isn't it? So yeah. it's
2: something like,
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that um, was difficult. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Yeah, um, but you kind of think to yourself, "Oh, I could climb um, Ben Nevis. I could climb uh, Scaffold Pike. I could potentially climb." And you start thinking about bigger, bigger mountains like Kilimanjaro. Yes. And then what'd you go? You go to the biggest mountain. Some. Mount Everest. And you think to yourself, Oh, I could climb that. And it's not until you think about
2: it a bit more, you go, hmm. Well wow. I when I was younger I, I if someone even as an adult, if someone had said to me there was an opportunity to do it, I would have said yeah, go for it. There's a lot of things however, risky opportunities that if, if someone said do you want to do it, I'd go, Yeah. Like for example, there's a volcanoes that you can go up to active volcano. I'd probably do that. Yeah, and we talked about that last week. Yeah. And that's absolute yeah, and I would as well. And I would have go considered, to Antarctica, hundred <coughs> percent. Excuse me, I'd have, I have considered looking Keeps at doing it. this. But there's a number of reasons, since I looked at it, to why I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm but not sure I'd do this one. should we start well, with yeah. some facts and figures? So, Mount Everest... Hang on, hang on. Tell me the facts and figures, Dad. Okay, I'll tell you the facts and figures. That's Mount Everest is planet Earth's highest mountain above sea level. No way. It is. Uh, obviously, it's not, there the is a, it's not the highest mountain... mountain. Because obviously one was is below sea level that reaches above sea level that would have been... I guess you could say it's the it's highest
1: corpus. peak on Earth. <clears throat> yeah,
2: above sea level, basically. No, but, but the highest peak. point yeah. of land. Did you know, and this is a did you know, it's located in the Mahalalunga Himal sub-range of the Himalayas. I knew it was in the
1: Himalayas. I wouldn't have been able to tell you that particular information because... I wouldn't know how to pronounce it and would you?
2: <laughs> no, no. No, I still can't. Did you know uh, the China Nepal border runs across its summit point. So basically I'm in order to certain you mispronounce Nepal Nepal Nepal. There. Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> so China so basically uh, they both if you own something like that which obviously countries own the land that, that uh, in their borders. But this runs straight across it. Its elevation is 8, 8,848.86 metres. Oh, they like the 8s, don't they? That was recently established in 2020 by the Chinese and Nepali Nepalese. authorities. Now, well, actually, Nepali- you say Nepalese, but it did say a Nepalese. Uh, sorry, you say Nepalese, but you just say Nepalese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, right. So so it's, that's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really big. That's 29,031.69 feet, if my calculations serve me right. You Googled that, didn't you? No, I didn't. I've got it written down on this piece of paper here. <laughs> because so, you Googled it earlier. So an, uh, an incredible amount of people... Uh, take on this challenge right uh, on a regular basis um you it's it's advised that you don't do this unless you are an experienced mountaineer however i think there has been occasions where people have gone where they've been with spirit experienced mountaineers which is yeah um obviously there's a certain amount of um like most people are guided by the Sherpas, who are the uh, native people to that area, uh, on the Chinese and and the Nepalese side. Um, And the Sherpas will guide you up there. They're the experts. They know what they're doing. However, from what I gather, they don't get paid a huge amount, although they would, considering the people within their... Uh, culture they get paid a fair bit or they would have a lot of money but they're not really the most i don't know how to put this without making it sound like they're reckless but i think because of the nature the pressures put on them and the fact that they're trying to earn money out of it quite often they go up fairly uh ill-equipped to deal with some of the things, and and I've read some stories where there's quite a few uh, crevices, ravines where there's ladders put across them, so that you have to climb across, and they will do that without attaching anything to them. You know, they are they yeah. are more sort of natural with the way they're climbing. They have got um, from becu- from coming from that uh, place and from that area, they are uh, physicality, um, physically is different, you know their lung capacity. Uh, I think the is way they deal with the lack of oxygen is they um, hold the breath. Well, I think there's there's something I read about hemoglobin as well about the the way their blood uh, the oxygen within their blood and that and and actually they how are, does hemoglobin work? Uh, I don't know, Connor. I don't know. It's what um, bonds with the oxygen, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, I think something about their uh, uh, Their fit—I oh, can't think what the word is—physique. Uh, no, it's not physique, but uh, but something about the the makeup of them, the, genetics. Is, genetics is slightly different. That they, because of where they live and because of the altitude that they're at, uh, they are more equipped to deal with those sort of pressures. But it <laughs> sounds pressure, yeah, it's different. Pressure. It sounds horrific. Yeah. some of it. Um, I think one of the things that we were looking at were. It's a 10-week expedition, usually, in total. Two weeks trekking, eight weeks climbing. All right. See, costs eight weeks climbing, just that
1: alone, how long did it take us to climb Snowdon? Uh, there and back about six hours, I think. Yeah, there and back, then six, back hours. six hours. Yeah. Although we did allow for eight. Yeah. Um, so in, in reality, it probably took us about three and a half to four hours to climb up. It was a lot quicker coming down, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. Um,
2: that was long enough. Eight weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, when you when you start to look at it, I mean, I've broken down. There's a certain amount of camps, obviously, in it. But just going back to the expedition part of it, to actually do it as I've well. I've been on that I, ride. I, I've talked expedition at, Everest. Expedition Everest. You, we all have, yeah. When you look at it, one thing is, you know, you look at the dangers of it. Uh, you look at the how long it takes for you to do it. Um, but the costs of it in 2022, it costs it between. I, I guess you get like deluxe tours and, and basic tours, you know, and what you get and the equipment and all the rest of it. It costs between 24,640 pounds and a 131,416 pounds. Right between those, so that's thirty thousand that dollars to one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Ah, they could buy you a house in Kent. It could. Um, so the average is around forty-five thousand dollars. So that's about thirty-six, just to Thirty-seven thousand pounds. Just for clarity,
1: I know that some parts of Kent are really nice, um, and they have got really Loads expensive of houses. In fact, I don't. Yeah, think yeah. But I've looked on Rightmove, and there have been some places that I've seen for about hundred thousand in Kent. Really? And I think, yeah, and like toilet outside toilet. This is only because like proximity, like as in miles radius. However, you went up north, you could get like a really posh house
2: for <laughs> hundred pounds fifty person. pence. Um, yeah, so no, I mean the costs of these things, and I know a lot of people get sponsored to go on these treks, um, you know, and th- there might be an angle there, like might be doing a lot of stuff. filming, and all that. I yeah. think it's quite a difficult place to film and and, and photograph things anyway, but that seems the gloves. mad yeah the gloves the mittens you have to wear yeah. when you're on there Um but it just seems mad absolutely mad that amount of money to do that how much did it cost us to climb Snowden or <laughs> <laughs> um, well if you exclude oh, actually, it cost all the equipment lot, it's all cost the a travel. lot more than it should have yeah, obviously because I lost all my well left all my clothes at home
1: yeah and as long as you don't have to buy clothes whatever it's absolutely free
2: Oh, okay. Well, there and you go. You could take a guide, I guess. Yeah, and you could pay some, but you're never going to get. And there's I a mean, train. You might. There is a train that probably only costs about twenty pounds. A guide, if you could actually, I don't know that this is the case, but you could probably hire someone out to take you. Twenty pounds. That's to you about the same about cost of a,
1: a train ticket from like Lee to South. End. Yeah, I don't
2: know. If it is twenty pounds. It might be. actually, you know, I don't think it's that expensive. Trains in this country are incredibly expensive, Deb. Yeah, I know, but, but maybe that, not that kind specific of train. that specific train that goes up and down there. Unfortunately, there isn't a train that goes up and down Everest, so you can't do it on that one. First person to ever climb Everest? Did you know who that is? Um, no. Edmund Hillary. Also Edmund Hillary from New Zealand. Uh, and Tenzin Norgay was his Sherpa that he climbed with. That was in... So hang on, so hang on, hang on. There was two of them, um, Yeah did
1: the Sherpa let him go up first? And also the point that there's a Sherpa makes me think that potentially he
2: wasn't the first, first person to climb uh, Everest. He was the first recorded person to climb Everest. It may be the first recorded person, certainly the first recorded person, but um, I believe there was more. Cause I, I think uh, there was a, another explorer called Hunt that was in that expedition, but it was only Hillary and Norgay that went up to the peak because I'm, I don't know if you remember when we talked about school, my, uh, my actual houses at school were Hillary, Hunt, Fawcett and Scott. Fawcett was a, a sort As of tap. explorer, yeah.
1: Um, anyway. But no, so there was the, I can I can almost
2: guarantee there was other people, locals that had been up. There. Maybe before that. That was in May the 29th fifty-three.
3: Father and Sundays present things you didn't know that happened ages ago.
2: Forks were first introduced in Italy in the 11th century, but were shunned by some for being blasphemous and an offence to God. Why? Because they looked like tiny artificial hands,
3: which were considered sacrilegious.
2: Right, okay. Why are you laughing? Why am I laughing? Because we've just had a little bit of a... Uh, I, my, I didn't realise I'd unplugged my headphones. And so I thought everything had gone wrong. So in the middle of the recording, I'm going, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is it still working? So we've had to start and this it was working. Again. It was. What's frustrating, though, is it was just... You, I'm plugging your headphones. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's just the way it is. Anyway, we're talking about Everest, okay? We've ascertained it ruins the it ruins the illusion that we're doing these perfectly, and we know oh, we don't doing. ever do anything perfectly. We don't edit it out when we do things wrong, usually. Anyway, yeah, it's only because re recorded. I, re-recorded I it. seem to. Oh, it's I, bit, I feel a bit déjà deja, deja vu. Oh, déjà vu, even here. Déjà vu. Yeah. Summit, eight thousand eight hundred forty-eight meters. Do you want to know what that is in feet? I think you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> right. yeah. So that's, that's when about, you decided that you couldn't hear yourself. Yeah. So that's 29,031 feet, right? So that's the actual summit. But in order to get to the summit, as you may have guessed, you've got to climb up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they talk about a trek, right? <laughs> they talk about a trek, and they, I think the trek is really to base camp. What kind of trek? Anything you not know. a Star Trek, no, only if you're a VIP. Um, so base camp is at 5,363 meters or 17,598 feet. I've so already lost already, track, I've already lost track. No, but track. I think the point I'm making is in order to get to base camp. Now you'd think. Now when we climbed Snowden, you're doing base this camp thing, was a car park next to the
1: little railway thing, yeah. right? I tell you what, you're doing this thing though. By the way, just to let you know, right? Okay. You know when you start a sentence and then they you it? stop and then you start again, <laughs> and you stop and you change your mind. <clears throat> you yep. used to pick it up that you used to do it. At the oh, no, still doing do it, these? Yeah. You do it all the time. I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, yeah, base camp was a car park. Right. The so Snowdon. In uh, fairness, though, can I just also point out that you're saying it was a car park at the top. In reality, did we can't climb all of Snowdon because I believe Snowdon is the highest peak. It's measured as per kind of ground level. Yes. Yeah, above sea level. Yeah. yeah. But we were already to a certain extent a certain level up.
2: Yeah, but we, how did we get there? Drove. Yeah. Well, he, So we didn't climb all the way. No one said you had to, well, I was moving my feet when I was in the car. Anyway, that's not really the point. As far as I'm concerned. It doesn't count as walking, by the way. No, as far as I'm It <laughs> depends the, the pedal per car. Uh, as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh, yeah, I if, forget we drive the Flint uh, car. Yeah, we do. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I've, I've climbed Snowden. I oh, yeah, say yeah, I, I haven't well. climbed yeah, Snowden. Yeah, yeah. Right, Just anymore. my question being is
1: should we always start from sea level? Because you're, you're saying know. you're saying base camps is a certain amount up, but we don't know where the starting point is. Well, it's below that. Yeah, yeah. But you're saying I'm it's five thousand feet it, up or whatever. I'm guessing
2: it's, it's five thousand three hundred and sixty three meters below there.
1: No, because at sea level. Yeah. So so you're saying that you start at sea level, because I didn't start snowding at sea level.
2: Oh, I don't know, Connor. I don't know. Why are you doing this to me? I'm just, no, no, I'm you just trying to. My point I was trying you're to. You're saying that you have to climb
1: 5,000
2: feet to get right, there, but. You don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to have climb, climb 5, 5,363 meters, right? I, I will give that to you. You don't have to climb that to reach base camp, but you have to reach base camp. And I think there, there's actually people that do um, treks just to the base camp, because that's challenging enough before you even go any further. And I think that, that really was the point I was trying to make, is that that in itself is an achievement. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not saying it's not an achievement. Like falling over or or being savaged by a bear. Um, What kind of bear? A brown bear.
1: Mm, do they live there? Yes, they do, Connor. Oh, yes, they do. I'm thinking grizzly bear. Nope. Not grizzly bears, brown bears. How about right. panda
2: bears? No panda bears. But you should say China. I oh, know, but it's not in that little bit there. Anyway, I can tell you what animals live there. I don't think a pangolin is one of the ones there. There's yeah, there's um, for a pangolin. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll come back to that. Anyway, so that's base camp Do you there. actually have the answer to that? Yeah, because I looked up the wildlife on... on uh, because, funny enough, brown bears... Um, are, They reckon that's what people are seeing and thinking are yetis. Right, anyway. So that's base camp. Then you've got umpteen other camps on your way up there. So as far as I could see when I looked at the mapping of it, you've got camp one.
1: (laughs) Very creatively named.
2: They've done it in order, which is 5,573 metres, 18,300 feet. Then camp two... At twenty thousand feet, that's six thousand ninety-six meters. Now, at that point, there's almost no wildlife. After that, I think no jumping spiders might be around, and you might get the odd eagle fly past, right? But other than that, there's no wildlife that can really eat, because sorry, really live there, because obviously what it would feed on isn't there. You know, always covered in snow. But insects. I don't, again, I don't think that's the case. Uh, Arachne, they actually mentioned the jumping spider. So I think. But no. so, but so what does that they, feed well on? Yeah, I was going to say, what does that eat? Unless it travels down for a munch. Also, well, it jumps should, down, jumps back up again. Should we
1: be renaming these bases, these camps?
2: Because camp one, camp two and stuff is pretty boring. Well, we can, but I haven't got any ideas right at this minute. All right. Let's so start working on that. Okay, them. so almost no wildlife beyond that point at 20,000 feet. So then in Camp 3, or... No, you've got nothing Oh, that. sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> is 21,000... Fa- 20 I've got uh, Camp uh, Benedict. Camp Benedict. Uh, is 21,300 feet or 6,492 metres. Now, I think between that and Camp 4... Which is Camp...
1: Mule in there. No, 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 no. What's that? false
2: hammer. Oh, I don't know. I don't no, even no, try. No, no, camp four. No, no. Yeah. Camp four. breaker Right. So at that point, oxygen is usually used. Um, oh, just go camp. Read Richards. Yeah, you could do. Yeah. So that at that point, you have to start using oxygen, like, like to all the time. Supplement. No, not all the time, but to uh, supplement because by that time the oxygen levels are dropping dramatically um, so obviously your body's starting to do all different imagine things imagine that's too. another reason why you might not have animals there oh well, that's true yeah no, no. they need oxygen as well don't they yep yep yeah. <laughs> what was <laughs> that noise I don't know camp Did you five you do it again if you tried no try again <laughs> no, no. Camp, camp five or um, camp five camp, camp, uh, camp yeah that name of the band think. the Look. band dad the group that one's named after the group five. Campfire. Uh, five. <laughs> um twenty-five thousand six hundred feet. Was Army the members. Bored with this. What's the Seven, members from five? Five. Uh, there was um Jimmy, uh, Bob, uh Beryl. Yep. Jane and Neil. Um we call it Camp Beryl then. Camp Beryl. Right, so did I say Camp five, five? Twenty-five thousand six hundred feet. I'm repeating myself now. Seven thousand eight hundred and two metres. Then you start getting to the point where uh, you need full-on oxygen. And what has been termed as the death zone. So basically, they've th- from th- there
1: what, to if, the top... If they don't have... Um, they should rename it danger zone and have danger zone.
3: way through the danger zone. Yeah, that yeah. one. They should have that
2: playing constantly on loop around there. Well, it probably feels for like For all it the is. dead people. Oh, don't. And I'll tell you what, this is something I'm actually going to talk about because I found it. I imagined it would happen, but I had no idea where I'll come on to it. Thank you. Please come on to it in a bit. Between Camp 6, which is at 27,200 feet, 8,290 metres... I hope you're remembering all these because there's a quiz at the end. Um, right, okay. Between that point and the summit, head. there's a couple of steps people go to and we've seen pictures of the queues sometimes to get right up to the summit. But your body cells start to die, really. Um, and you, it, it, it's so hostile. And this is another... When I started to realise that, okay, I thought if you were fit and maybe yeah, you'd need to use some oxygen... But your body is starting to break down. This is going to be a really weird segue, but this is really making me want to watch the Mighty Boosh. Oh, well, when they go to the tundra. tundra. Right. <laughs> yeah. So basically, because the body cells start to die, there's heart attacks, strokes, severe altitude sickness. These are all things that start to really become a risk. Uh, eye spasms in the arteries they're, they're spli- su- that supply blood to your visual cortex, um, you get temporary or, in some cases, permanent blindness. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really are starting to suffer when you get to that point. And apparently, when you get to the very peak, there's people that have took cameras with them and not taken pictures. And they've been sponsored by things when they, they haven't actually got pictures because it is so hostile on the top of the peak uh, it's very difficult to do anything but just stay alive, sort of thing. You're not yeah. start It's not like Snowdon when we waited our turn and then walked up and had our picture taken. You know, it. it you, you just it, it, that we, isn't it? The really weird cloud that made it look like you literally, if you stepped off, you just fall fall into nothingness. Yeah. Although, to, in fairness, I still don't know what was on the other side of that cloud, so it could work quite, quite it literally. It could been. well have been just. And I, I've climbed Scarfell Pike. And the mist came down when we did that. And I'll tell you, we nearly walked off the side of it at one point. We just stopped short. We just realised just before we were about to step down. And it went way down. So it would have been in big trouble, me and the person I was walking with. Um, Nulnir, that's how you pronounce it. Oh, there you go. So there's a 14.1% fatality rate. I say fatality rate because I said fertility rate when I said something to you which I don't think you should be doing when you're up there because there's enough problems. Lack of oxygen. Yeah. So, yeah, 14.1% fatality rate. I mean, that is just crazy. There's uh, 4,000 people approximately that have completed the climb over the years. There's a lot more that have... uh, so people have repeated some people have done three, four, five climbs obviously a lot of the Sherpas do it all the time showing off really is it there's loads and loads of discarded equipment everywhere because that's what people do and it's it's very difficult to it's so treacherous to come back down again as well that people just discard their stuff there's people nicking the, other people's oxygen bottles it's it, it's pretty grim mm. Um. But the biggest thing I, I, that was shocked me about it was uh, there's over 100 bodies still that remain up there. So that's, loads of people are killed, but it's so expensive and so um, difficult to bring people down. And I heard a story of someone who was with someone and they'd gone blind and it became such a problem. They had to leave that person there and that person died. They had to leave them there because otherwise they'd have all died. I mean, these are... I know when people go to these extremes, there's always that possibility. And I I guess everybody that starts to climb that mountain knows the risks. Yeah. But when I started to see... And this is a serious bit about it. I mean, we joke about other things. But I was watching something and they said, yeah. And there's pictures of people all queued up to go up to the summit... And just to the right of them, just a little way away from them, there's someone who looks like they're laying down, right? And that's a body. That's someone who's died. That's still there. And because of the temperature, um, that and and what's so striking as well is because obviously a lot of people purposely the gear they wear, the mantanini gear they wear, is very very bright. Yeah. So it can, you can be seen, you know, and all the rest of it. They're just there, and people are a little way away from them just queuing up, and there's a dead body laid there and apparently there's like I say a hundred plus people scattered about there's a particular ravine as well there's quite a few people in there that's horrific yeah it is horrific and when you see the pictures of it as well and it's not um they didn't really focus in but they just showed you where compared to where other people were on the mountain I was shocked at that I was shocked I knew people would have died on it because it, like it, it's like doing anything it's like Exploring the oceans—it's like uh, you know, uh, going through the desert. There's so many but hazards. It's, it's also
1: worth noting yeah. that these people, though they have been left there, they're not just been left there because um, for for because no one wants to bring them back. I imagine there's lots of no, people it's, would it's like to bring them back. So
2: expensive and so difficult.
1: It'd be so dangerous and difficult that you'd potentially risk a team of people going to collect a body. Mm. To collect someone, I know it's someone's loved one, but going to collect that body of someone who's already passed away and you potentially could lose more people just collecting that oh, one absolutely. person. So I, it doesn't seem worth the risk just to go and collect an already dead
2: person. And yeah. I know
1: that sounds really, really dark and really, really morbid and a horrible way to think about things, but they're already dead. There's there's, there's no point.
2: No, and I, and, I, and I guess I did read something somewhere that said one of the people like was talking it, a relative said... This was what they their life was about, doing these sort of things. And in a way, they took comfort from the fact that they were on top of the world. They were always going to be on top of the world, you know. And, and I guess you'd have to think more positively yeah. about things like it's that.
1: It's like it's like um, if a group of astronauts went into a spaceship and they all, like, as in something went wrong, mm. Apollo 13 might come into play. Apollo 13... Got the astronauts back. Essentially, mm-hmm. they worked all they could to get, bring those astronauts back. However, had those astronauts passed away or died already, they what well, there wouldn't necessarily be much point in bringing them back. No, no, absolutely not. And and I uh, know that sounds horrible because there'd then there'd just be these bodies. Like we spoke about, there's there's dogs in space, aren't there? Dogs dead, in space. There's dead dogs in space. They are and dead animals. Um, but there's no point bringing those back. Because it's not going to make any difference if we bring those back. And in fact, we're going to risk more by trying to get those back.
2: Okay. And a slightly, uh, just to finish on this particular section, perhaps on a slightly lighter note, although I do want to ask you a question in a second about Everest, right? Uh, Ad Astra? Oh, God. That was on the other night. You told me to watch that because it had mutant killer monkeys. No, I didn't tell you to watch it. All right. I thought you suggested I watch that because of animals in space. Look, I, I... I was a little bit too frightened to watch it. I've watched...
1: So I went with a friend to go watch Ad Astra. And we thought, oh, this would
2: be good. Did you really? What, the yeah. cinema? Yeah. All oh, right. Didn't know it was that big a film. I'd never heard of it. What? I, anyway, because
1: um, you knew I went to the cinema. to, to you, Whatever. Fine. We went to the cinema to watch Ad Astra. Yeah. And we watched it. And I'll be honest... Normally, I go to the cinema and I watch a film. I'm I'm quite happy with it, and I come out and go, "Yeah, that was good." This is the only film I've ever walked out and gone, "Huh." I I I don't really feel like that was worth it. Oh right, (laughs) okay. Um, it was okay, but it was just a bit like, "This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous." But yeah, there's some there's some monkeys in space in Ad Astra um, that are in a space station that broke out, and I think they they might be slightly mutated. I can't remember that well. But they killed all the people on board. And, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in essence... And I think... I seem to remember him opening an airlock and one of them blowing up. I don't know.
2: In essence, it's got chimps in it. It's in space. Space, Pitch, chimps. It's, space, space chimps. Space chimps. Pretty really good film. film. <laughs> anyway, we'll end with that then, shall we?
4: <laughs>
1: Introduce your song, please.
2: <laughs> right. Okay. Um, you said you're going to introduce the song. Well, it's it's. Uh, uh, I've written some. Mu- I've written some music for it, but really, what I've done is adapted. I, I found a diary of someone uh, uh, from way back who who tried to climb Everest. Who, what was their who name? Set off. Um, they didn't. I don't know. I don't want to actually. I don't want to actually mention their name just in case. Oh, you just said they didn't need their name. No, they did leave their name. <laughs> But I changed my mind. Anyway, so this song is is really like a... It's almost diary entries into someone's experience of climbing, or at least trying to climb Everest. Is it a true story?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or does it just edge on the truth?
2: Hey, who knows what's true and who knows what's not true? (laughs)
1: Well, before real... (laughs)
3: Ever since I was a young boy, I've dreamt of Everest. Of all the mountains in the world, it really is the best. I bought a new thick jacket, it's even got a hood, a woolly hat, some Yeti boots, I'm really looking good. Just like my hair, the air is getting thinner. We're nowhere near base camp, and I'm hungry for. My dinner, the only Chris that we've got are walkers ready, sorted. If you run out of
1: Game time. Woohoo! Right, so we're meant to be playing a game, yes, but um, you, a bit earlier I spoke to you and you said oh, I've got I got nothing prepared for a game, so I, I take it we're not going to do a game this week. Uh, no, I did cobble something together. Oh, you cobbled something together? Yeah, I did. Would that be anything to do with the big
2: re- uh, rectangular <clears throat> triangular shaped thing I've got in front of me? Well, you may notice, you may notice, Connor um that there's a uh it's a scaled down model uh but it is a model indeed of uh, uh of Everest when you say scaled down model because it's got a picture of uh it looks
1: like Wally from where's Wally yeah, with my face I my, face admit, and my it.
2: felt it pen choice I'm not so sure about now yeah uh, we may have to And you've done t- it on
1: grid paper t- I know
2: I have yeah may have to say look what time did we did I say about the quiz
1: well, and this what is my point. Is, is I'm
2: surprised that you've even got anything. Well, there you go. Seems Be to surprised. um
1: like Is a Simpsons character. So basically... Um, um, is, it to, is that to <clears> scale, <throat> though? Because my head looks pretty big in that. And also... Um, no, that's not to scale. I reckon I could but climb I the mountain say, if it's that scale. That's a different scale to the, the scale I've used right. for Everest, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Everest actually looks that shape. Because okay. Everest hasn't got a
2: load of notches outside. No. Okay. No, it hasn't. And this will mean nothing to people until you post a picture of it, That perhaps in the week. I haven't uh, got any shirts like that. No. It's a red and white striped shirt. Um, I have another question.
1: Yes? That picture of yeah. my face, when's that from? Uh, that's from
2: the other week. All oh, right, right. Thanks. it okay. <laughs> could be any week. <laughs> that was uh, when you were Annie's. I think you and Sam sitting next to each other oh. uh, awkwardly on the that settee. That explains because my flat of your, hair. Yeah. Yeah, I've got flat that photo anyway let's play the sting then i'll explain the game
3: do you think you are a mountaineer? or are you all give it no idea do you know your crampons from your carabiners or are you just a mountain oh dear
2: Nice sting. Yeah, and depending on whether I've re recorded the vocals on that is whether it's out of tune or not out of tune. Well I guess we will never know. We well we will. Oh we will. But Just no one else now. will. Okay, so well, no, they will know because they'll know if it's out of tune I've or not. I've got t- look, I've got ten questions, right? Ten. Ten. Now nice let's round. I've got a supplementary questions. Is this why there's Eleven. ten notches? <coughs> there isn't ten notches. One, two, three, four, For 5 For two reasons. Seven, seven, right. Ooh. One. And it starts on two. Yeah. One, because um, I couldn't fit 10 notches on it. And two, because I think that I wanted to give you a chance. Because the idea is if you get a question right, you go up a notch and you start to ascend Mount Everest. If you get a question wrong, you stay where you are. It's very clever. It basically seems like that every other quiz
1: we do, except there's actually a way to win it. Yeah. what's this tape you've used?
2: A uh, special mountaineering tape. Is it white or is that just no? It's see-through. Oh, anyway, it's are we going to do this or not? Um, so am I meant to start on notch two? Oh, it doesn't really matter. You can start on notch one, but then your legs are bent up a bit, I think, because it's to start quite at the near top? The... No, don't start at the top because that's okay. cheating. You've right. given it to me, so I feel like I can do it. All <clears> no, it. You know, it's the interactive. I just want you to feel part no, of it. Intera-
1: oh, but I... I thought the me answering questions I've was part of it. As well, it weeks doing
2: this. Was, no you didn't question, did it a one. While ago. question one question ha- one question one Harold was the youngest person to climb Everest was they were they <laughs> was they were they 13 14 or 16 so that's A 13 B 14 or C 16
1: all of them quite young, but I'm going to go with B, 14, and I'm going to say they were a Sherpa.
2: Unfortunately, you're staying where you are at base camp. Oh, I don't fall down. Because they were 13. It was someone called Jordan Romero from the US, and they, he climbed it with his father and I think his uncle, who were trained at mountaineers. 13 years old. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know if you're Jeff. an advantage if you're that age or not. No. We've got to got, travel further because you're littler. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Question mm. two. Yes. Question two. In 2019, how much approximately... Sorry. In 2019, how much approximately... No, it don't work. So approximately in 2019, <coughs> how much poo was left on Everest? Right. Was it A, 3,000 kilos? Was it B... 6000 kilos or was it c 8000 kilos of um, poo left on Everest See the thing, the thing is it's it's not going to degrade is it No Um
1: so I'm going to base this on a little bit of math. so I know that there's been roughly four 2 fa- 4000 people that have um well more than once have been up there Yeah but they're going
2: to poo each time they go up there aren't they Yep <laughs> yeah, but no, 4,000 different people have been up there. Hang on, let me look at my notes. 6,000. B, 6,000. 4,000 approximately of complete decline, but obviously there's probably three times as much of that if they've all done it three times. That's the way maths work. 6,000. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's 8,000 kilos of right. poo. So you're still at base camp, and this game is looking slightly less... Exciting <laughs> question three. Yeah, if I don't you move basically, you need to get most of these right. Which of these is not a real sorry? Which of these is not a local name for Everest? I feel like I should get an extra point because I said about
1: 4,000 people.
2: What's these and not a local name for Everest? Which of these is not a local name for Everest? Is it a who's your mother? <laughs> B I feel like this might be my one, or C. Sagamatha
1: uh, Who's your mother? Is that what you're going for? Chongalangama.
2: Yeah. Or Sagama Sagamatha. Who's your mother? Huge your mother. Huge mother. And that is correct. Uh so move yourself up to the next stage of your adventure. Still I might pattern patty. this. This could be a good game. What, like Father and Son Days, the board game? Yeah. Um, it might be as popular, if not more popular than that. And Ch- if you don't know what talking about, about, listen to the episode. Cho- Lungma is the Chinese word for it, and Sagamatha is the Nepalese word for it. Question four. It's getting exciting now. Question four. As you are probably aware, the Himalayas are being formed by the uplift of the Eurasian plate caused by the Indian plate sliding underneath. Yep. Yeah, you are aware of that. Yep. Yeah. We spoke oh, about good. it. But how does well, this affect Everest? It grows on average what each year? A, 22 millimetres, B, 44 millimetres, and C, or C, 66 millimetres. 22 millimetres. Oh, that didn't it, it is 44 millimetres a year. Although I did originally look and it said 4 millimetres. But then I looked at something else, it said 44 and I must have made a mistake. So there we go. Anyway. Or 40 centimetres. So you're wrong there. Forty point forty. F- so it 40 actually centimeters. Bi- it's wow. actually getting four bigger. Centimeters. You're probably looking <clears> at <throat> 4 centimetres. What? Question five... What time is the cut-off for being at the summit? Is it A, 11am? Is it B, 2pm? Or is it C, 5pm? Which you I mean cut-off? The, what they say is to suggest that you, if you've not reached the summit by then, you don't go All for right. the summit. I'll
1: base it then on the fact that um, you've got the sun reaching... reaching. It's kind of like peak at, at 12. Um, and so allow a bit of time before. Before, there's not going to be any time before. Like you said, yeah. like 11. Scrap that one because you should be able to get down. I'm going to go two because it gives enough time to probably get
2: down before the sun sets. Right. Or pack or get up down your backpack and go up to the next level because you're correct. Thank you. You can take a little bit of oxygen on
3: you hold my breath for the rest.
2: Yes. Question six. A helicopter... I didn't seem to say that right then. A helicopter can land on the summit of Everest. True or false? False. That is correct. The low density in the air means Means it it can't do it. The rotors won't work. It won't lift it. It would get to a certain level and it would just...
1: Not really get any high upgrade lift. I'm gonna have move a little munch on a then.
2: spicy toe and a little bit of oxygen and get yourself up to a the next one. Spicy toe,
1: we mean pepperoni. By the way,
2: yeah, I'd have some of them if I was going up Everest. Because well, yeah, when camping. my toes fall off from the frostbite, I might have to stick them on. Yeah. Question seven: What was Mount Everest called before before it was named Mount Everest? Big Rock was it? A Dwayne Peak, peak Fifteen, <laughs> right? Was it B, peak 27? Or was it C, peekaboo? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: weren't
3: expecting that, were you?
2: you proud of that one? No. Um, see, I'm getting really tired towards the end. You, I've just seen the next question. I definitely was getting a bit... So it's
1: either <coughs> 15 or 27, and I base this on the fact that in the Himalayas, they were counting how many peaks there were. Uh,
2: I don't know.
4: so is it peak
1: 15 or peak 27 I don't know how many peaks are on the Himalayas but I reckon it's one of the more obvious ones so I'm going to go 15 so they count it
2: put that little poo bag on the side of the road and go up to the next level how far are you from the top now uh, there's two more slots. Two more slots, and you've but got... But you've not made one, these slots two, f- big enough. <laughs> three, one, two, three, because uh, it's more difficult <coughs> as you get further up. Oh, right, I see. Because it Qu- might just fall off. Question, question eight. floating. Oh, can I just tell you something about that? It shouldn't be called Mount Everest. It, must, it should be called Mount Everest, because it's named after someone, and their name was Everest, not Everest. Right, OK. Question A. Which of these was a UK mountaineer? Thank you for that. Right. Which of these was a UK mountaineer who climbed Everest? Was it A, Colin Charisma? <laughs> was it B, Danny Dare? Or was it C, Kenton Cool?
1: Kenton Cool.
2: That is correct.
1: <laughs> Sometimes when you get more frustrated and bored by the end of writing this quiz, the questions become easier.
2: <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Oh, are you only two off the top. Well, no, I've got one more to the top. Question nine. Are you still, do you still want the questions even if you reach the t- summit? Yeah, you've spent time on them. I've spent ages on Question nine. And plus, I actually started on two rather it's than one. It's very similar to the last question. Which of these was a New Zealand mountaineer who climbed Everest? A, Jim Ruler. Couldn't think of a different kind of question. B, Dean Staples. Or C, Stephen Holepunch. <laughs> So was it A, Jim Ruler, B, Dean Staples, or C, Stephen Is It's a Ruler or Staples.
1: I feel like I've heard of people called Staples.
2: Is that one, B? Dean Staples is correct. Move yourself up to the top. Don't bother taking any pictures because it's too hostile up there. Look Although at you at the top. Speaking, there. You're not really at the top there. Really the I couldn't really fit anything on there. Although so. I am still the highest peak. <clears> you are because your hats are at the top. Right. Question 10. How many times has Brian Blessed attempted to climb Everest? Is it A, once, B, three times, C, five times? I've heard him talk about this three times. That is correct. You maintain your place up at the top yes i actually moved myself up balanced it at the top that's fantastic well i've just got another supplementary question right because while i was looking at brian blessed which don't break that that took me ages to cut that out while i was looking at a a situation brian blessed i looked at other things he'd done right so do you want another extra question just for for larks a supplementary question he is the oldest man to have reached the North Magnetic Pole on foot, but what did he claim he did while he was there? This is Brian Blessed. Did he claim while he was at North Magnetic Pole that A he made a large bit of ice flow break off with the loudness of his voice? Mm-hmm. B he used a narwhal tusk to pick food out of his teeth. <coughs> Or C, he punched a polar bear in the face.
3: Um.
1: Oh.
2: This for your extra bonus point.
1: He broke a bit of ice with his voice. He went, I've got to break this.
2: No. Uh, he punched a polar bear in the face, didn't he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> well, he claims he punched, punched a polar bear in the face. And I've got to say, if Did it you was anybody about an else, monkey cage, he may have. If it was anybody else, which I is another good podcast, by the absolutely way, absolutely another good co- po- po- co- podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> anybody else, I'd say oh, rubbish. But Brian Blessed, maybe. So. Yeah, I could see him doing it. And that's the end of my
1: little Everest quiz. He runs a lighthouse in Peppa Pig, doesn't he? He does. And he goes.
2: Oh, he goes. And, uh, move away from the mic. Goes. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's one of my favourite episodes, that is. Right, there you go, mate. Do you enjoy that? Yeah, it was a... Uh, do you feel really quiz. quite cool about the fact that you've made it to the top of Everest?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't feel like I need to do it in real life now. No?
2: Okay, oh. that's fantastic then. I think
1: this is the same kind of thing that people feel when they get to the top of everything. The elation I've not
2: gone blind. The elation of uh, going up there in a t-shirt as well and uh, some funky blue trousers. Because there seems to be a real lack of colours in the felt-tip pen bag when I went to it. So Have I'm you sorry seen about my combination.
1: marker pens? Oh
2: yeah, you've got loads, but I didn't want to use those because no, they too you're professional. you're not allowed to use them. All oh right, fair enough. Okay, that's me done then. And uh, oh, do you done. feel that you've learned a lot about Everest, the I've dark learned. side of it
1: and the light side of it? Well, I know some of the dark side of it because you are sometimes, you do struggle sometimes not talking about things in general conversation outside the
2: podcast. So I knew some of those stuff already. <laughs> well, the business about people losing their lives on there, I was so shocked by that. I think I did talk to you yeah, about it. Yeah, you did. It. Right. One of the other things I forgot to ask you. The flags that are on top of... Yes, Nepalese flags.
1: So what are they to do with? It's to do with um, the the Nepalese, they use these um, flags uh, around the Himalayas. They are to do with... Oh, I can't remember the exact thing now. Basically, the point being is they have the flags because they're meant to be essentially... Uh, with their beliefs and stuff like that they're meant to mean a lot oh right okay. so they put these flags at the top of Everest sorry I didn't
2: as well. mean to I wasn't trying to catch you out with this it's just that you spoke about it a bit earlier it's and like I was they're interested they're traditional
1: in flags and they're meant to bring like good fortune or something like that I, I can't really remember exactly what it is okay but they've got a lot of things to do oh,
2: excuse me to do with them don't get emotional it. Yeah, yeah I, I do apologise you know, about flags
1: um, yeah but
2: they've okay. got that. oh I've just thought of something else I wanted to say yeah. Yeah. I had some good news yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. Well, the wasp. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, oh, I got stunned by a wasp this week. Oh, it was terrible. Anyway, on the neck as well. Um, <laughs> no, the, the news i got is a, a friend of mine uh, has managed to secure me a place. Um, I've been trying for many, 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 many years to go back and do the London Marathon. And slightly frighteningly, if that's a word, Nine weeks tomorrow, I'll be running the London Marathon. So I'll getting some training in. Yeah, so, you know, Would that you um, that may well feature as one of the things we do on one of these podcasts, because it's quite a big deal for me. It may well be the last time I ever do it, because um, it's so difficult to get in, not because I don't think I'll be able to do it after the next time I do it. Um, well, the last time we did it was 1995. Yeah. So, so
1: that's still quite a big gap. So, yeah. if it's, so how long is that, like... 27 years? Yep. So, 27 years, you are 54 at the moment. Yep. So, in another 27 years, you're going to be 83. Uh, 81, sorry, 81. Um.
2: So, yeah, that will probably be quite old. Yeah, not probably to say it's impossible. It is quite old, yeah. No, so, I, so I'm over the moon about it. It looks like that's going to happen, and I didn't think I was going to. I. I I get disappointed every year when I get turned down to go in there like many, many other people. But it looks like that might be happening for me. So better get myself sorted. Stop eating McDonald's. Start eating... Um, what would you have for dinner today? McDonald's. Um. Uh, start eating... Um, very disappointing, the um, the fries that you had. What were they? Oh, the halloumi fries. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not all that a massive fan of halloumi, but like I, decided, I decided to order the halloumi fries because... I normally get the mozzarella sticks. I thought I'd give them a go. And um, didn't, they didn't give me my rich tomato dip, which I always get disappointed when they do that because that is the most amazing dip. Um, but anyway, they didn't send that. And yeah, it wasn't, wasn't all that. Um, another thing, yeah. just quickly, before we wrap things up, uh, just want to clarify to everyone that a couple of times on this podcast, I have played an instrument. And the instrument I have played is the kazoo. It's called a kazoo. Uh, Is not, it not called uh, a duck? Whistle? It's not called a duck instrument. <laughs> that I keep getting referred to by someone at work saying, when you played that duck instrument, it does make me laugh. Although I might start calling it a duck instrument just purely for that. Yeah. But every time it's like the duck instrument, i kazoo, it's called a kazoo. Anyway. If you do want to talk to us about anything you hear in this podcast, whether it be about the duck instrument, Dad's London Marathon Place or anything else then you can contact us by going to the contact us page on our website fatherandsundays.com. On there you've also got the podcast available, there's a store, you can buy a t-shirt that says Waylayam on it if you want. Uh, that helps support the podcast keep it going. Uh, but there's a great place our website because you've also got everything else on there. Uh, podcasts play available on many different platforms, you can uh leave reviews on them them and also uh follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. Uh we've also got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can leave us messages on those, but remember to follow, like and share with your friends. That sounds right. And your mum. And your mum.
2: Okay.
4: And
1: her friends. Friends better to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Although sometimes your mum's friends are more likely to listen to it. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. Rather than your mum. That are rather than your mum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the people you deliver posts to sometimes. they Oh, someone
2: like, else, yeah, someone else I've spoken to today, he's probably going to start having a listen to it. So it's, you know, it's great. If people want to do it, we've said this so many times, it, it, it we do this, we try and do this, we have a laugh, you know, um, most of the time. Um, but if people enjoy it, brilliant. Why not? You know, and if you you enjoy it enough to tell someone else about it, do that. But we are very appreciative of all the people that still listen to it and after 75 episodes have stuck with us or have joined us. Okay then.
1: Bye. (laughs) Bye.